Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? I went ahead and switched it up tonight for the first time in a long time. I did not play the intro because when Flavor Flav sings the national anthem, that's got to be your intro. That has got to be your intro to your podcast. What's up, folks? It's Jermaine Edub. Welcome to another edition of the Hogsbeat Podcast. I'm uh, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight, we had Atlanta Hawks basketball up in Milwaukee, and we saw the Atlanta Hawks get their first dub of the season. Took care of the Milwaukee Bucks, 127-110. to And in a game where you would be hard-pressed, you would be hard-pressed to find anybody that did not play well. I mean, the whole entire team played well. Everybody cont- uh, contributed to the win. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what we saw. We're going to talk about what this means. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to kick it around, man. We're just going to kick it around. So thank you, thank you, thank you for checking us out. Wherever you are listening to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome in to the regs, to the newbies. Make sure you connect with us on all of our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, well, X, formerly known as Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, just search the Hawks Beat, and you will find us there. So, um, let's go ahead and jump into the proceedings this evening. Uh, <laughs> the first thing you need to know, of course, um, Flavor Flav did sing the national anthem and did a great job. Shout out to Flavor Flav. He said that was on his bucket list. That was something he wanted to do. And listen, it's not every day. That you get to hear Flavor Flav sing the national anthem. So I, I have to start the podcast off with that. I have to start the podcast off with that. So let's go into um, the particulars of the game. And just look at these notes and see exactly what uh, what transpired in Milwaukee. So the Hawks went into this game as six and a half point underdogs. Um Rightfully so, because, you know, Milwaukee's coming off a big win and the Hawks are coming off a, a loss to the Knicks. Um, from the injury standpoint, the Hawks, I mean, the Hawks were without Wesley Matthews. The Bucks were without Chris Middleton. And the Hawks are starting a span where they're going to play three games in four days. Three games in four days. So you got the Bucks, you got a back-to-back which is an away and a home back-to-back. So they play uh, the Bucks tonight, and then they play the Wolves tomorrow back home in State Farm Arena. 
Then I think they got a day off, and then they take on the Wizards. So um, three games and four nights, man. So we're going to see very quickly uh, what this team is made out of. Um, from the jump, from the jump, um, there was a uh, – well, let me – everyone knows that by now Jalen Johnson got to start tonight over Sadiq Bey. Um, I'll – in in the second segment, I'll talk about like Quinn and what he said about that as far as uh, starting Jalen Johnson. But uh, hey, I I think well obviously it was a good move, but even more than it just being a good move, it showed Quinn Quinn's flexibility. Like, and I think that a lot of times in the NBA, coaches get so locked in, they get so locked into what they do and how they do it, and they don't really change much, you know. But um two games in for him to say hey let's let's try something different like that is to me that's progressive that is showing that look i don't have all the answers and let's just try something new and it worked it worked um they got off to a great start um and they really had control of the game pretty much from beginning to end uh and now here's the thing and, and i i, I want to kind of temper well not i don't even want to temper anything because listen <laughs> I knew the pendulum was going to swing. I knew the pendulum was going to swing because, you know, you got 0-2 and, and everyone's, you know, wanting to sell. Everybody's, you know, saying, you know, where's Patty Mills? Where's Okay? Like, you know, and then you win a game and then it's just like, you know, the pendulum swings from one side to the next. And so I get it, right? I get it. So here, here's a concern of mine. I I was confident going into this game, like like real talk. I, I legit was confident. I'm like, yo, they played the Bucks pretty good last year. They were two and two against the Bucks. Like the Bucks were as good as they are. Um, the Hawks can get with them, and, and it seems like the Hawks like these games. The problem with the Hawks, it's when they play down or play teams that are quote unquote lesser talent. It seems like a lot of times they. They, they they go down to their level like they don't I don't know I don't know what it is like they're the consistency with the top tier teams and the bottom tier teams like if you tell me they're playing Milwaukee oh yeah they got a shot but if they're playing Charlotte nah I don't know man <laughs> I don't know but um from the outset man they just looked more active defensively that's what I said in the first quarter and I think I put that in every single note that I had they looked more active. Um, I thought in in the beginning, I thought the Bucks bailed them out a couple of times with some bad shots. But, hey, good defense will force you into taking bad shots. So I'm not going to take anything away from the Hawks. Their defense was night and day. It was night and day. Um, they played composed. Uh, they grabbed a first, they, they grab a lead in the first quarter, and that, and that was a plus, man. So uh, looking at, like, Jalen Johnson getting the start in the whole first quarter, um, I thought he really set the tone and, and I'm talking about Jalen, like, you know, um, he really gives his team some energy with his athleticism, with his playmaking and just watching him develop, man, it's, it's, it's a treat, bro. And like, you're only three games in, like you're literally only three games in, but, um, they put up 31 points in that first quarter. Um, I thought that John T. Murray just gave Dame fits like I mean he like Dame only put up three shots in that first quarter but I thought that DeJounte was focused and it, and it seemed like as a group and as a unit 
they were focused. Like, so, uh, DeJounte played good D on them. DeJounte played good D on them. But, like, as a unit, I thought they played much better. I watched some of that tape that they had in uh, playing against New York. Man, that was some bad tape. Like, it was some bad tape. Like, defensively, dudes was out of place, and they were just, like, it just was not good, like, at all. <laughs> like, it wasn't good at all, man. But first quarter, you had all eight guys that played. All eight of them got on the board, man. So it was like, you know, Dre, Johnson, Capella, Murray, Young, Bogey, Sadiq, and Onyeka. Like, everybody scored. Like, you traditionally just, you don't really see that. And so you're like, okay, one quarter in the books. Let's see what it's going to be in the second quarter. So, uh, in the second quarter, it was kind of unique because they had a little, um, they had a little Onyeka and Clint action together. So uh, I'm not really sure why, um, because the Bucks were playing Giannis and Porter, so it wasn't like they had like Giannis and Lopez, and it was it was just like Giannis and Portis um, as their bigs. So I don't, I don't know why. I'll go back and look and see if Quinn had anything to say about that, but. My thought about that is this. I think that they're trying to groom Anyeka for playing a little bit of the four, four in the future. Look, they know he's going to be here. They know he's going to be here. And so um, although he's been a center all his life, you know, they want to, I guess, show him, show some versatility. Say, hey, we need a guy that can play the five and the four. If you can do that, you're going to be more versatile. I'm all for it. Like, I mean, if he, if he can do it, if he's comfortable with it, make it work. You know what I'm saying? If, if they feel like that's going to be the, like the long-term move for him, not a permanent move to the four, but like at times play the four, yeah, throw him out there. Let him get some burn with Clint. It's not going to hurt anything. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, it is what it is, but – um, it, it was just interesting to see. Um, second quarter, I thought that this was kind of maybe the turning point in the game because the Bucks made a comeback. They they chomped up that 14-point lead or whatever, or however big it was. They came all the way back to two. And then you had, I, I believe it was a lineup with, I think it may have been a lineup with like Trey and Jalen and uh, Sadiq Bay. I'm not sure exactly who it was, but um, they were able to stretch that lead right back up again, right back up to 15. And I was like, yo. Like, this team is playing scrappy. Like, they playing scrappy. And, like, that's when I had a really good feeling about this game. Because I was like, yo, you need to play scrappy against these first two teams. And I didn't necessarily see it. 50-50 balls. Like, you know, just having, like, an intensity. Having an, an, an aura about yourselves. And a confidence. And a swag about themselves. Like, they had that tonight. And they didn't have it in the first two games. So, um, I would... Venture to say, and the Hawks outscored the Bucks 37-22 in that first quarter. I mean, in that second quarter. Uh, Dane was 0-4 for 4 in that quarter. I would dare say, on this early season, in this early season, that was the best half of Hawks basketball this year and maybe even last year. I'd have to go back last year and check out all those games. But uh, definitely this year, man, that was their best half of basketball Um Everybody like and it was hard for me to like even give out kudos, right? Because like Jalen Johnson was a monster. Fourteen points in that first half. DeJounte Murray was cooking in that second quarter because not only was he locking up Dame, he was getting to his mid range. He was scoring. He was a plus thirty one in that first half. He had thirteen points. 
Bogey came in. He was hitting threes. He had three three pointers at the at, at the half. Like everybody came in and was balling. All eight of them dudes. It was the starters plus Bogey, Sadiq, and Onyeka. I was like, yo, like it really doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> 68-48 going into the third quarter, and you guys know me. You guys know what I th- never trust a lead in the NBA. Never trust a lead in the NBA. So the whole time I'm like, yo, like, they're going to make a comeback. Like, they're going to make a run. They're going to do something because Milwaukee's too good. And it's just, I mean, it's the NBA, man. These guys are good, right? Expecting a a um, <clears throat> a um a comeback from the Bucks, but... Then DeAndre Hunter happened. <laughs> like, then DeAndre Hunter happened. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And so, you know, the, the Bucks scored the first uh, four points of the third. And then De- uh, DeAndre goes on like a 7-0 run himself. Like he gets a steal, gets a big bucket, right? And so I'm like, oh, he got a steal and a dunk. You know, okay, like a, he, he's out here now. You know what I mean? I'm like, that was a good play because, you know, the Hawks – it, it, they could have been starting a lead. He gets them on a board with the easy bucket. Then, next time down the court, man locks up, shoots a three. I was like, okay, now they out here again, 73-51. And before I could even finish that note, comes back around and hits a Florida. And before I know it, DeJon- I mean, not DeJounte, uh, DeAndre Hunter don't put up seven points in a row by his lonesome. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, De- DeAndre done heard y'all talking about him. Because, listen, some of y'all been talking real greasy about DeAndre Hunter. I ain't going to lie to you. Some of y'all been talking real greasy about DeAndre Hunter. And, listen, there were points in this game where he was the best player on the court. There were points where he was the best player on the court. But I thought the third quarter was pivotal for no other reason because you did not give them a single point back in that lead. You kept your lead. You gave up 33 points, but you kept your lead. Um, you didn't shoot a ton of threes that corner. You only shot six of them. But I was okay with that because they was hitting 12 for 19. Like the shots they was hitting was cool. And so it wasn't like, yeah, they want to take more threes, but you don't want to force them. So 33-33, I was good with that. So by the time the fourth quarter runs around, you really only have really about four, five minutes after that. And then, you know, you know, the scrubs are about to come in. And that's pretty much exactly what it is. You had Trey and, and Jalen and even DeJounte only played four minutes in that last quarter. Then it was pretty much just academic. It was trash time. And then you got your guys, Trey, I mean, uh, AJ and Trent and Bruno and Kobe getting some burn. It was good to see those guys get in and uh, get a little work in. But. Fourth quarter was pretty much just garbage time all the way. Um, Trey had a couple big baskets, a couple big threes, and uh, it was academic, man. It was academic. And so uh, they get the dub 127 to 110, and I don't have anything bad to say about anyone. And, and again, Trey didn't shoot the best, but I thought he played a really good game. Like, 
playing a good game is so much more than just how you shoot, right? So he obviously had 11 assists. He had 20 points. I thought he was in control. I thought he played with good pace. Um, got to the line nine times, made seven of them. I thought he played good. I thought every single person that got in there played really well. Like, I'm not going to go down the line of everybody, but um, Jalen was really good. DeAndre was really good. Even Clint was, I was fine with him. Dub Dub on, on 12 points and 12 rebounds. So just a good win for this Atlanta Hawks team. Um, Let's see. I want to go over my keys to the game. So before every game, I always tweet out again. If you're on uh, X, make sure you follow Hawks uh, Hawks Beat. Uh, I always tweet out my um, keys to the game, and so we're going to go back and look at our keys to the game. And so I usually give those before the game, and then we'll go back and see how we did as far as um, well how the Hawks did as far as. Um, the keys to the game. So I said keys to the game. I gave four four keys to tonight's game. First one I said is you got to win the backcourt matchup. And I would say the Hawks uh, unequivocally won that matchup. Uh, Dame and Beasley went for 18 and six points. And they were just, I mean, beyond just the points. And it's, not, and it's more than just outscoring the other out backcourt. It's outplaying them and I thought more than anything take the stats away um Trey and DeJounte outplayed that backcourt and that's what you needed that's what you needed um so we give them a check there let's see what was the other one I said win the bench scoring by 10 to 15 points now I said win the bench scoring by 10 to 15 points because I thought one of the advantages this Hawks team has over Milwaukee is their bench, you know, in Milwaukee, I think they have a really good bench. You know, they got Connington, they got Billy Portis, uh, Cameron Payne, uh, they got the Bochamp kid. I think that's a good backup, uh, a good bench unit, I believe. However, I believe the Hawks have a better bench unit. And so I believe, oh, man, you get you got a better bench unit. Y'all got to put in some work. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to put out more um, more points than they did. So. You're looking at the numbers at the bench stats. Let me let me let me do the math real quick on the, on the bench stats. Hold on one second. They outscored the Bucks fifty-one to forty-five, I think. But the bench stat, the bench numbers are a little skewed because you had so many of those guys playing uh, garbage time, getting points. But still, um, the bench. Uh, I think they still get a check there because um, the Hawks bench was really good. You know, those three main guys: Bogey, Sadiq, and Anyeka, um 17, 13, and 14, respectively, and uh, they definitely outplayed uh, those. the next three out of Milwaukee, which is Connaughton, Portis, uh, Portis and Bochamp. So you got to give them the nod there. So as far as keys to the game, the two for two. Um, the third one that I said a key to the game, I said play some respectable defense. <laughs> and listen, I know what this team is, right? Like I know what this team is, and I know like – we're not going to go into like, oh, they just, you know, an, an utterly defensive dominating game. But for like a defensive game for like a team that doesn't really play good defense like they did tonight, like they did tonight they had 15 steals. Um, they rebounded the ball fairly well. They they out rebounded the Bucks, which is something that they never do. They never out rebound the Bucks, uh, 39 to 46. And. 
Again, DeJounte Murray was all up in uh, Dame's chest all night. Uh, Giannis was 26 and 11, which is you keep him 26 and 11, and that's like a victory. Um, so, yeah, defensively, it was more than just a little respectable. So it, it was really good. And the last thing I said is they got to shoot at least 38% from three. Tonight, they shot 40.5. So, Listen, they hit all four of my keys, man. And like you got to you got to take you got to tip your cap. You got to tip your cap, man. And it was I have a list that I'm starting to do with the seeing um, who the best player on the court tonight was. And to be honest with you, I can't even tell you who the best player in the court on the court was tonight. Um, you have moments in the beginning of the game where it was Jalen Johnson. Then you have moments where, like, in the second quarter, there was a time where, where it was kind of DeJounte Murray. Third quarter, DeAndre Hunter comes out. He he goes on a 7-0 run himself. Um, and in the fourth quarter, Trey Young had a little spurt when he hit some dope threes and uh, put up some alley-oops. And then, you know, so it, it was a collection of everybody. Like, there's no one guy that I can say was the was the best guy. So, um, salute to the Hawks for taking care of business tonight. No rest for the weary. No rest for the weary. Um, let me find some, uh, let me read off some, uh, I, I was, of course, this is an away game, so I wasn't in the, the press conference with Quinn, but um, I do want to make mention of some of the things that he said after tonight's game. Um, hold on one second. Let me just pull those up on my notes. All right. Um, yeah. So shout out to Brad and Lauren for um, always giving us some uh, notes on Snyder after the game. And shout out to my girl Jamila for always uh, posting the post game comments. But uh, one thing Snyder said after the game, he said, I thought DeJounte did a terrific job. He said, I think Clint did a terrific job. Uh, you can't guard Lillard with one guy. There was a purpose with DJ. I think he was really focused. Frankly, that was something that we talked about, getting his pickup points tired. And so um, it, was, it was intention tonight. Like it was intention for DeJounte to go out there and eat. And he took on, he took on the, the, um, the challenge, and he met that. He met that. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, he also referred to Trey Young and DeJounte Murray as unbelievably coachable. Um, credit, he credited Trey by saying his poise tonight was terrific. And he stayed the course, and he avoided discouragement with early shots not falling. So, again, that's part of maturation. That's growing. Even though he's in year six, uh, he's still growing. He's still growing into what he is ultimately going to be. So, um, just a little sound, I mean, a little uh, tidbit there from Snyder. And, uh, yeah, good win. Just a good win. No rest for the weary again. Hawks take on the uh, Wolves tomorrow. They take on the Wizards on Wednesday. So it's about to be a three games and four day stretch. And uh, no rest for the weary, man. No rest for the weary. Last but not least, just my takeaways on tonight's game. I, I never really get too high with the highs or too low with the lows. And you guys know me. Um I enjoy seeing fans happy. I enjoy seeing fans happy. I enjoy seeing the tweets and all the comparisons of Jalen Johnson to LeBron and how, like, we here now and now we move and everybody's all excited. I I thoroughly enjoy that. I really do. I love seeing that. You know, I, I don't necessarily like, you know, it, 
it is what it is for me. And I know whenever the Hawks win, of course, the numbers go up, which is good for me as well. But uh, is I, I, I'm always kind of a middle-of-the-road guy. I don't get too high with the highs, too lows with the lows. Just like you can have a bad loss, I think that you can have a good win. And I think this was a good win. If for no, if for no other reason, this was the first one. And the first one was against a top-tier Eastern Conference team. Now, it is a little sobering because, you know, <laughs> you look back and be like, yo, where was this in Charlotte? But anywho, you know what I'm saying? It's always going to come out in the wash. It's always going to come out in the wash. So um, we're going to have a pod tomorrow night after tomorrow's game. We're going to have a wrap-up podcast on Tuesday. Uh, we're going to have a special guest on, so make sure you come and join us there. And then we'll be back on Wednesday. So listen, four straight days of Hawksbeat podcast. Make sure you tell a friend, tell somebody about the podcast, retweet, we share. And uh, yeah, like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Flavor Flav. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.